It's DTS 54, and we got the patch notes for the big weapon tune that's coming with 2.0. A little bit before the Taken King, so sit back, relax. A lot is about to change. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What is good, everyone? My name is BBK Dragoon, joined as always by my great co-host Diddy. How are you doing today, man? Doing very well. I had a pretty busy week, so I didn't get to play a lot of Destiny, but man, that news that hit us on Thursday, oof, that is a bombshell and a half. I'm really excited to talk about some of these changes. Yeah, I was in like a two and a half hour meeting for work, and so I didn't know the update came out. Ate dinner, came home, it was like 7.30, and, and like three people had tweeted me, it's like, there's your weapon update. And it was like, okay, I'll go look. It's like, oh my gosh, 30 minutes later after like <laughs> just staring at the screen, because there's so much info that came from this, man. I literally had to go through this like three or four times to fully digest it, and I'm really looking forward to talking about it on the show today. So on the weekly update that came out, it opened up with a little bit of stats regarding the primary weapons used in the last Iron Banner that happened on June 30th, and over 25% of the players were using Thorn. What? What a surprise. Are you kidding? Surprise. No yep. And following that was Red Death with about uh, 11 or 12%, The Last Word with about 11 or 12%, Hawkmoon, Vex Mythoclast, Suros, what are you kidding me like four percent of people are yeah are using suros that's crazy i was actually really surprised that red death was beating out the last word i saw the last word way more than red death so they're going hey we know we heard you you've been kicking and screaming for a long time here is sandbox designer john wisenuski who's been working on the Destiny Update 2.0. But before we jump into the massive patch notes that we're going to see, patch 2.0 is going to be arriving in September, just before the arrival of the Taken King. I would put money down that it's going to be one week before the Taken King. Did he think I, I'm in the ballpark? I would agree with that. Isn't the... There's something coming out a week before uh, the Taken King. Is it the Red Bull quest or... I no. don't remember what day the quest goes live. Okay, um, there's something coming a week before the Taken King, and I'm going to assume the weapon update's coming with that as well. Well, think about, you know, when the blades started showing up or when the it's wolf true. packs started It's kind of like a preview, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that week before House of Wolves came out, everybody was farming treasure keys. Oh my gosh, that's probably what's going to happen here. Yeah. I hope, you know. Uh, They are saying that Destiny Update 2.0 is going to be the largest update to the Destiny player experience to date, which after we get through these patch notes, you'll say, okay, yeah, I get that. One of the important things to bring up here is with patch 2.0, they're going to be able to uh, change the range and damage fall off independently um, tuning them without patches, which is a pretty big deal in and of itself. More on the fly things that don't require a lengthy process of approval. They can do it on the back end, which is quite cool up first were the auto rifles um their goals with the auto rifle is to make it an optimal close to medium range weapon they understand that auto rifles are kind of a joke right now like diddy where where are auto rifles in the state of the community in the vault yeah exactly that's that's where they are (laughs) yeah 
haven't been useful since patch 111. They're trying to make the damage stability and range tuned so that players desire stability for reliable close quarter damage or range for better accuracy and increased damage. They're making trade-offs, essentially. And we'll talk about that more when we get through all these. They want to elevate auto rifles so they are more competitive in PvP and they're actually usable in PvE. So here's the changes. They're increasing the base damage across all auto rifles. The uh, damage falloff is going to start closer to the player to emphasize its role as a close to medium range weapon. A small reduction in base stability is going to occur. Landing shots at optimal range is unaffected, but repeating precision hits, those crits, right? That's going to require more weapon control from the player to land consistently. And the big one, a 10% damage boost in PvE. Oh, 10%, right? Yeah, that's actually pretty big. That's humongous. Your thoughts? I really think that the objective here is to redefine the auto rifle class. It almost feels like they're making them into like a submachine gun from a a different shooter, like Battlefield or Call of Duty or whatever. Just making their role in the Destiny universe a little bit more defined because before we had Suros. We had the, the Suros regime right era and you could shoot people across the map with that weapon and that's really the role of a scout rifle and so they're just redefining this weapon class they're tuning them up to join the other primaries and they're just trying to bridge the gap between auto rifles and the rest of the other primaries in both crucible and pve encounters Exactly. And it'll be nice to be able to use auto rifles again. The theme of a lot of this patch is redefining or making more clear the specific roles of each weapon. And so some of these changes, you're not going to see your weapon continuing to be the same style of weapon, right? Hand cannons especially are no longer the, doesn't look like they're going to be the one stop all for every aspect of Destiny, PvE and PvP, you know? Right. On to Pulse Rifles. Their goals are to make the pulse rifle optimal at medium range, but can still effectively engage enemies at close or medium long range. The rate of fire sets a pace for players to track moving targets and then deliver precision damage in bursts. Pulse rifles should feel strong in PvP, but don't become the only competitive option. Additionally, increase their efficiency as a PvE weapon. So what they're doing is they're going to reduce the base damage of the medium rate of fire pulse rifles by about 2.5%. In PvP, though... They want to make sure that there are two and three shot kills, basically, as long as you're hitting precision hits. Those are headshots, people. So the pulse rifles will continue to be two and three shot bursts as long as you're getting your all precision hits, basically. They're making a small reduction in the base stability. They want a burst to still land all shots at optimal range, but three precision hits will require more weapon control to land consistently. And then the last thing they're doing, which is really cool, increasing the magazine size for all base inventory stats. What do you think about these changes? I think currently pulse rifles are the safest weapons to use in yeah. this in the current meta because they are defined as that medium range engagement weapon, right? Yeah. If in any close range encounter in Destiny, shotguns are the king. No matter what, every single mm-hmm. time shotgun's going to win almost every single time, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know, pulse rifles, they would be the king of of destiny not just crucible just destiny in general if thorn and the last word were just nerfed so they're addressing the pulse rifle class and the hand cannon class as a whole again redefining the role and i really like that they're making pulse rifles specifically the medium range engagements with the increased mag size combined with the rate of fire reduction pulse rifles are going to kind of maintain their dps right 
They're, yeah. You're going to have more shots, but they're also decreasing the damage per shot, but they're giving you more shots to work with. So effectively, they're maintaining the DPS, so they're just um, trying to ma- keep it, you know, they're not nerfing it to the ground, and they're not buffing it to be the best, right? They're just trying to keep it consistent with everything else. It feels the most stable, and the magazine size increase for all base inventory stats that's mainly for PVE right there. That's where you're going to see a benefit if you're mm-hmm, doing sustained exactly. DPS, like you said. So, Up next are the scout rifles. Their goals for the scout in 2.0 is that they are the best primary for long-range engagements. No duh. <laughs> scout rifles perform best when landing paced precision shots. The rate of fire and optics are tuned so that scout rifles are a little harder to use effectively close in. So here are the changes. They're going to increase the base damage for medium to high rate of fire scout rifles. Um, They're going to increase the magazine size for all base inventory stats. They're going to reduce final accuracy when firing from the hip. So fast firing outside of aiming down sights will be less accurate. And they're going to boost the damage in PvE by 5%, which is... That's interesting to me as somebody who uses Vision of Confluence constantly or Fang of Ute in PvE. I already think those weapons are great in PvE content, so to be getting more damage out of them, I like that. That seems like, a well, something I would like. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. With the increased mag size, the increased base damage for medium to high rate of fire scouts, and the 5% damage increase to AI enemies... It actually increases the scout rifle's DPS value, right? Yeah. It's specifically in PVE, right? They're they're in a pretty good PvP spot right now, in my opinion, and they're just. I I never really expected them to buff them in PVE this much, and it's hey that makes sense to me. Let's all right. I guess it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm appreciative of it nonetheless. You know what's interesting is we really, if you play 6v6 PvP and you're just doing clash or control and you're not doing combined arms, you don't get to play the bigger maps very much anymore. You know, it's it's weird mm-hmm. because the moon, I can't remember what it was called, the lunar base map, but like, I love that map. Dude, First from the light. Beta. First light, yeah. I love that map. I know a lot of people didn't, but like, that was my scout rifle map in the beta. And if people were running on the outskirts or whatever, you could have these really long distance engagements. And now PvP has changed into Burning Shrine, Asylum, and I don't know, Rusted, Rusted Lands. Lands. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, pretty cool changes. Uh, I need to play with the uh, scout rifles to really make up my mind. Hand cannons. Uh, this one we're going to spend some time talking about here so because these changes are interesting, uh, to say the least. So. Their goals with the hand cannons are for them to be optimal at close to medium range. Hand cannons are also optimal when shots are paced, but should become less effective when fired quickly. So if you're spamming, you should have reduced accuracy. Hand cannons should reward agility under fire, precision targeting, and snapshots. And finally, hand cannons cannot reliably compete with scout rifles at long range. I'm very glad they brought that up because right now... Hand cannons are scout rifles in PvP, which you not say. Okay, certain certain hand cannons. Okay, the exotic tier hand cannons. Right? Yeah, they're they're as effective as scout rifles, if, if not, not more, more effective. Yeah. So the changes, the damage fall off is going to start closer to the player to limit long range lethality. That's how they're countering it right away. We don't know where that damage fall off is going to be, but it's going to be much more noticeable than patch one one one. So if you're shooting people in the back, they're not going to take the same amount of damage. They're reducing the uh, accuracy when you aim down sight, uh, targeting basically people while you're aiming down sights, making longer range snapshots harder. So if you aim down sights, you're trying to shoot people way far away, you're going to have, would you say it's more like Bloom, Diddy? Uh, I would, yeah, sure, that's a fair comparison. 
Maybe, because I guess if it's first shot, it doesn't matter. But fine. They're reducing the ADS accuracy, long-distance shots. They're reducing the final accuracy when firing from the hip. So fast firing from the hip is less reliable. Do you think that is targeted a little bit last word? Well, last word is getting a specific change. It so is. I it think is. It's, I think it's just, again, redefining the class. Okay. And then the last two, they're reducing the magazine side for all base inventory stats. And they're reducing the base optics zoom for all hand cannons. So ADS now grants more width in favor of depth. So when you zoom in, it's not going to zoom in quite as far. Pretty cool. It's uh, Well, it's interesting, actually, because some folks might think that these changes are undeserved and that the only hand cannons that, you know, really were the catalyst for this event was Thorn, Last Word, and Hawkmoon. What do you think? Well... Hand cannons, they're, they hit similar in strength to scout rifles, right? They have a little bit more impact than a scout rifle. Um, and Bungie wants them to be primarily for close-range engagements, right? They want it to be the polar opposite of a scout rifle, right? Close, medium, when you, yeah. When you see an enemy long-range, scout rifle is the best option. I shouldn't be able to snipe you with my hand cannon, but if I see an enemy right next to me, the scout rifle is going to be a bad option. I want that hand cannon. So they're trying to redefine the weapon's role. With the reduced mag size, it just kind of redefines it to that to not be the best options for PVE anymore. You know, currently I can just have my Fate Bringer, and no matter what engagement, the, the hand cannon is going to be almost going to yeah. be better than scout rifle in almost every situation. Right? That's not what they want anymore. No more cross map sniping when when you spam shots either. They're reducing the range, they're increasing the damage drop off, and they're just. They want it to be close-range engagements. Hand cannons should not be able to compete with scout rifles at long range. That just doesn't make any sense, right? No, yeah. And it's shocked me all the time. I use the last word quite a bit, and you can hit shots from so far away while yeah. still firing quickly. that it's You just... can still get that full damage precision shot across the map with the last word, and that just yeah. shouldn't happen, right? No, and we're going to notice that with the damage fall-off. Yeah. Up next, one, one oh, more thing. Sorry. One yeah, more yeah, thing. Yeah. When they're they're reducing the mag size for hand cannons, that's yes, actually board. that's actually a really big thing. So that's huge. With high impact, low rate of fire scout rifles, they usually have around fifteen, thirteen to fifteen shots in the magazine, mm-hmm. and every single legendary hand cannon with field scout has thirteen rounds, which mm. makes them more effective than scouts in almost all yeah. situations. Yeah. So I really think that this is warranted. This is this is a huge hit to um, hand cannons DPS and. They're just trying to bring it in line with everything else. I guess it's a hit mainly to their long-range ability. The fact mm-hmm. that it's a exactly. one-stop shop, they're making it more specialized. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're shotgun. Making, they're making your shots count even more. Yeah. Oh, shotguns. You're next. And warranted? Yes. <laughs> is it enough? We'll have to wait and see. So their goals with the shotgun is for it to be the most effective at very close range. Complements melee attacks and other close quarter class builds. Offensively, closing on an enemy with a shotgun is a risk slash reward timing game. Right now, it's just a reward timing game. <laughs> Curb shotgun effectiveness in PvE slightly to reintroduce some risk when closing on a powerful enemy. So right off the bat, if you've been playing, <laughs> you know, shotguns are incredible in PvE now. Like, silly incredible in pve and they're not that stoked with that we know they're great in pvp you don't see fusion rifles and you don't see sidearms you see shotguns right yeah of course 
Okay, so the changes. Shotgun perks that enhance lethality at range should be less effective when combined with a high initial range stat. So shot package accuracy is going to be reduced by 30%. The range finder adds a 5% base range increase, and it was 20%. They're going to reduce precision damage multipliers on shotguns by 10%, and they're going to reduce damage against AI combatants by 10%, which makes it like that's putting them back where they were prior, isn't that? It's something, yeah. Close to it. So, uh, is that enough? We'll have to wait and see. I don't I don't really know. I need to use shotguns on patch 2.0 <laughs> to really tell. Your thoughts? Well, I think the, the shot package, obviously we're going to have to see how it plays out. But that's a third less damage, or a third less effectiveness. And I think that's going to be a great thing. The rangefinder reduction, though, that's huge. Because, man, reducing that from 20 to five that is insane say your shotgun targeted at fell winters by the way yeah say your shotgun has a range of 20 right Mm -hmm. and if you have range finder on that and when you aim down sights you're giving your shotgun 24 range Mm -hmm. that's that's actually a pretty good increase right yeah and then like with this change it's going to be only 20 to 21 range man that is a hit that is a substantial hit um but the damage reduction but to AI by 10%, I think a lot of people are over-exaggerating this this nerf. Because if we remember in the uh, the, sh- the 111 patch, yeah, shotguns were given two times damage, right? They gave, Bungie gave shotguns a 100% damage increase in PvE. And just reducing it by 10%, it's still going to be useful. Like, you're still going to be able to run around with shotguns only. It's, yeah. It's still going to be be good right and they're just not going to be worthless so i don't see why people are freaking out about it we can't ride the devil walker anymore and stand and shoot on him diddy i'm gonna riot (laughs) gonna be angry fusion rifles are next the goals with the fusion rifle is to make them optimal at mid range where targets are easier to track but they're not close enough to attack while you're charging that weapon up they want fusion rifles uh, to combat foresight and the ability to predict a target's movement to be successful so it should not be easy to find and build a fusion rifle that it can achieve maximum range. What they're going to do here is they're going to, uh, like slow charging high impact fusion rifles are going to have decreased range values, making it more difficult to max out a range for a fusion rifle. The projectile speed for fusion rifles will be slightly reduced, and that emphasizes the need for a player to lead the target instead of firing right on them in medium range. They're going to improve accuracy for short-range fusion rifles, and they're going to reduce accuracy for long-range fusion rifles. So very clear indication here, they don't want max-range fusion rifles, and on the surface it may seem like they're nerfing fusion rifles, which are already not used at all, but... I think the closer range, the close to mid-range fusion rifles are going to see a resurgence, and that's just me. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that we're going to see more fusion rifles. They're coming back, in my opinion. I mean, I don't see any point using a fusion rifle right now because shotguns are so dominant, right? Yes. This is, again, redefining the fusion rifle class, redefining its role in the current Destiny meta, whether it be Crucible or PvE. You know, it's going to take... a little bit more skill to use effectively because you do have to have that foresight and it's i think it's going to increase a skill gap between players totally sniper rifles this one made me laugh i laughed so hard at this i love what they did here the only change that are happening to sniper rifles 
is they're basically fixing Final Round. The story with Final Round, it was available uh, many Iron Banners ago that you could roll on sniper rifles, and since it's been removed from the perks, like, pool, you can't get it on sniper rifles anymore. And so there's a group of people who still have their Final Round sniper rifles, and what they're doing is basically getting rid of it. So Final Round on sniper rifles is only going to buff precision damage, which it's done. Like, that doesn't matter in PvP anymore. Like at all so for pve great still works you can still use final round and if you're somebody who's mad about this you are you are a final rounding sniper person aren't you (laughs) yeah so the problem with final round was um on high impact sniper rifles like the effort eat spear uh, it only has a magazine size of three right that's the standard magazine size on a the highest impact sniper rifle you could just shoot your first two shots to get rid of them, and you would have a final round queued up. And I just aim down sights, I shoot you in the toe, and you're dead. That doesn't make any sense, right? Nope. So, I mean, this it didn't affect me because I never really used it. I do have final round snipers, and I do use them, but it doesn't really affect my play style at all. But no. this change makes me question. So, uh, the LDR, which is a medium-high impact sniper rifle and the effort eat spear they can revive snipe i'm talking specifically pvp here yeah. so whenever you're in a playlist with revives trials and um, skirmish right yep or salvage yep uh, as soon as somebody's revived there's that there's a few frames in which the enemy player is vulnerable but they can't move and you yep. can just snipe them in the head right away so my question is are there going to be any mid-tier impact sniper rifles with final round that to are going to be for, able yeah. to revive snipe now? Yeah. I'm really curious. So it just, I mean, I know we can't get final rounds snipers anymore, but maybe Bungie will want to reintroduce the perk because of this precision change. So yep. maybe we'll be able to see a mid-impact sniper rifle with final round finally be able to revive snipe. And the reason that's important is because the lower the impact, the higher the rate of fire. Think Praetis Revenge, right? Yep can't revive snipe but no it shoots super fast so it doesn't really matter so i'm curious yeah i'm happy if they reintroduced it into the pool now i thought it was brilliant they didn't have to take away people's old weapons and they basically got rid of the issue in pvp so happy happy rocket launchers they're going to slightly increase uh, the base blast radius for all rocket launchers but grenades and horseshoes proximity detonation is going to be reduced yay grenades and horseshoes is so strong man (laughs) unless you have blink it's virtually impossible to get away with that like without dying if you get shot even remotely close to you you know yeah the rocket launcher i remember there's this halo 2 50s video and it says the rocket launcher is a fire and forget weapon simply fire the weapon and forget that it took no skill (laughs) and that's what grenades and horseshoes is you just fire the weapon at a group of enemies and you're almost guaranteed to kill hmgs i'm not gonna say they're <laughs> dead but they're very very rare and hmgs prior to 111 were much more prevalent i would think like didn't it seem that way yeah i would say so and not really the iron banner either because the iron banner still has those machine gun bounties oh, of course yeah build bounties for that so yeah cool well we're on to the exotic weapon tuning that's the base changes that are coming to the classes there's more to them than what they said here in the update they're now going into the specifics of how they're going to change individual exotic weapons so hard lights you know that auto rifle everybody has but nobody likes using because it sucks well they're going to increase the base stability to 80 it was 65 they're going to increase the bounce count for hard light projectiles oh boy 
and hard light projectiles are not going to be affected by damage fall off. Now, I don't I don't think the issue with hard light is the projectiles, but Diddy, what do you think about this? Welcome to the game, hard light. You are finally <laughs> usable. Like you think the increased stability is going to make this a laser beam, right? It mm-hmm. doesn't have the impact of Atheon's epilogue, right? Atheon's yeah. epilogue has the impact of a feather, right? <laughs> yeah. And hard light has like I think I don't know what the impact is, but it's higher, right? Yeah. Hard light can have what fifty-seven rounds in the magazine, a I lot. think, and they bounce. And they bounce. The thing that this is really cool the uh ricocheted projectiles they don't suffer damage fall off so i'm waiting for the montage of people shooting the ground and sniping people with hard light from half a screen away or half a map away yeah that it's gonna happen and i'm super excited for that it makes hard light fun to use right oh now it just feels like you're throwing pebbles at them now it's actually you're, you're finally gonna get that kill with hard light yeah Necrogasm also sucked. They're increasing the base stability to 60. It was 40. It's getting a bigger magazine. Cursebringer perk will always trigger on a precision kill, and Cursebringer explosion has increased radius and deals more damage. Yay. I don't know. Whatever. Needler time, bitches. <laughs> it, I think that's super cool that it always triggers on a precision kill. Think, think control now. Iron Banner control. You get one precision kill on, um, on a control point. It, boom there you go <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious i think it's i think it's good i'm gonna be mad i still don't have my husk of the pig so <laughs> you don't have a husk <laughs> no i've tried a lot the last word they're reducing the um range stat to 10 it was 20 they're reducing the stability to 20 it was 30 they are reducing the effective range while aiming down sights They're going to increase the accuracy and precision damage aim assist scale when firing from the hip. And finally, they fixed the bug with the hip fire damage bonus. So they're redefining the role, or I don't know, more emphasizing the role. They want it to be this fast firing, close up and personal hip, but gives you, you know, an advantage for hip firing with that sucker. So I think that addresses my issues with it, especially the bug. I'm glad that they actually talked about the bug. Yeah, the 111 damage on the precision shots when you're zoomed in that was unfair because that was total luck and you totally didn't earn it and that's one of those sins in multiplayer gaming if you die because of something you can't control and that's totally unfair but i love the last word it's my favorite gun in the game and with these changes you want to duel me close range that's hilarious i want to shoot you with my last word over and over and over again think of the um the gun archetype like what is it modeled after old west style think of an old western duel right it's not long range no it's no. 10 paces away and no the other guy had thorn <laughs> that's that's true <laughs> and he just runs away <laughs> uh, so like it just it makes total sense to me and so now i'm never going to aim down sides with my last word i'm just going to hip fire the whole thing the whole time and it's going to be awesome I'll you heard it. it here man if i ever see you aiming down sights with that thing you're off the show <laughs> it's over so Oh, Thorn. Thorn, 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 Thorn. I've seen so many puns about this weapon in videos, man. I'm not going to, I'm going to resist here. So they're reducing the base damage of Thorn's DOT, the damage over time, to one third of what it was in PvP and in PvE. But here's the cool thing uh, they now allow the damage over time to stack up to five times across multiple landed projectiles. 
But, but, but everybody was like, oh my gosh, they could stack it up to five times. By the time you stack it three and four times, your enemy should be dead already. Because if you've put four body shots into a dude and you just stacked it four times, you just got the damage over time amount plus like a little bit more that you would have like normally. Did that make sense? Did I explain that yeah, poorly? Yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. It rocks for PvE. Yeah, PvE, it makes, it makes Thorn viable in pve still it's it's not they're not nerfing thorn in crucible and then pve just suffers right they're still making it worth it right and like you said so the fact that thorn dot is now 66 percent less effective right yep that's that's huge it'll be noticeable so you have to shoot somebody three times with the thorn to get the original damage over time value which means i think three bodies won't kill three bodies and the dot will not kill a player like it does now yeah that i think that is a safe assumption because two shots aren't going to happen anymore definitely not because you're still at two-thirds of the damage over time right and that's Mm -hmm. that's low right in terms of damage numbers in crucible that is low right i love this this is a really good change because it removes the frustration from pvp but it also keeps the weapon in pve relevant and and, and it's a hand that. cannon so it falls under the same nerfs that were talked about earlier so the long distance issues are not going to be as persistent you shouldn't be able to cross map people with it so exactly i'm and, just gonna you know right yeah. up front this gun is still gonna be useful in pvp and i know a lot of people wanted it nerfed to hell kind of like suros where suros just disappeared from the radar it's still gonna be around but this thing is not going to be the dominant player anymore. You're going to have some new dominant players showing up. That's my two cents. Yeah, because they're keeping the rate of fire on Thorn, right? Yep. And since Thorn's a hand cannon, it's getting a reduction in magazine size, right? Mm-hmm. Is that safe to assume? Yes, totally. So, like, it's keeping the rate of fire. The stability is going to be the same. But it's, it's just going to be less effective at long range. And you have less bullets to work with. It makes so much sense. The patch notes like the angry people wanted was, Thorn has been removed from the game entirely. (laughs) It now shoots popsicles and engrams. But they're white engrams, and they only decrypt into class items. So Hawkmoon, nothing is really changing that big on Hawkmoon here. So they added a stack limit to luck in the chamber and holding aces, meaning if both of those stack, you can't get the one hit kill, which is super rare if that actually happens. They added two rounds to Hawkmoon's magazine when holding aces is unlocked. And finally, luck in the chamber damage bonus was reduced by 3%. Not much is changing. Hawkmoon's very similar. I think it's, it's good that they increase the magazine size when the exotic perk is unlocked because it's an exotic weapon. It should still be ahead of legendary hand cannons and the f- since all hand cannons are getting a reduction in magazine size yep with this um change to the exotic perk it's actually getting hawkmoon that slight edge over other hand cannons and actually i think it's actually a good change yeah i don't have it so <laughs> yeah, neither do i soon you don't even have the console no i don't one day <laughs> icebreaker so basically, they're increasing the recharge time for the icebreaker rounds uh, to eight seconds. So you basically respawn, you recharged around every five seconds. Now it's going to be eight seconds. And the reasoning is they didn't want people standing in the back shooting bosses. It's a very boring play style, and it doesn't really reflect on the optimal experience that they want. A lot of people are very upset about this one and Black Hammer, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, Diddy, why, why should people not be upset about this? Like, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me, but, you know. Well, okay, so how quickly can you shoot all six rounds of Icebreaker, right? Pretty quick. Pretty quick. 
maybe four seconds, right? Yeah. So I can shoot my icebreaker seven times, or what is it? What's the magazine size? Is it six? I can shoot my icebreaker eight times in like seven seconds, right? Because of the ammo regen, right? It is six, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and you also have to think about how people were using the weapon. People would just sit on the icebreaker the whole dang encounter, right? They would use it as a primary weapon. I do. And I did it with the nightfall this week. Yeah, and that's that's really not a fun way to play an encounter, right? Yeah. And this change allows people to utilize their other weapons in the encounter. They shoot the rounds of icebreaker, switch to their primary, whether it be a scout rifle, pulse rifle, hand cannon, whatever. Use those rounds, and once I have a full magazine of icebreaker, I just switch back to it, and I can use those shots again. Someone did the math, and it's effectively a 37.5% damage uh, DPS reduction because you have to wait that much longer. Yeah. But but it's just like, I don't really have a problem with this because I, I mean... Personally, I don't sit in the back of the map and snipe over and over and over again because that's not how I like to play encounters. And that's, I don't know. Okay, so my take on this, Taken King's coming. See, I will use the word twice there. Yeah. Um, they're remixing strikes with Taken King. And my hope is that they've oh, seen yeah. how people are playing strikes and maybe the play style of the icebreaker guy who hangs in the back and just shoots like the Nexus strike I did this week with the Nightfall. I sat back up top, shot him with my icebreaker. It's a good strategy. I liked using that. But I'm not playing the encounter the way it was intended or maybe the most fun way, which is like, let's look at Skull Loss. Skull Loss is pretty fun. You have to like run around the map. You got to do the mines. You got to be with your teammates. You can't hang in one spot on the map. I'm participating more. My hope is that the Taken King brings encounters that encourages players to play more that way. It's a more fun, like compare the burn strat of Skull Loss versus the normal way. What's the more fun? Well, if you want to get it done with really quick, then, of course, the burn strat, just nuke him with the Alahorn goodbye. But if you want to have, like, fun playing the encounter, which I usually do when I want to get on the game, it's doing it, you know, the way that's more involved, playing the encounter, I guess, the way it's out. So, I don't know, that's my two cents there. No Land Beyond, dude. No Land Beyond's getting a buff. Can you believe it? No. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> you're yeah. hopeful. No Land Beyond, so... Go ahead and give the give the bullet points, and I'll give my take on it. Increase weapon handling speed for faster time to aim, ready, and stow. Adjusting the sights to fix the overlap uh, issue while aiming. They're increasing the time decay of the master to 8 seconds, and they're adding an additional 20% precision damage bonus while the master <laughs> is active. So I think it's this the uh, increased aiming helps a lot when using this gun. I think the gun just aims way too slow. Yeah. And doing quick engagements in PvP and PvE, I think No Land Beyond just sucks right now. So the increased handling is good. And I also think the additional 20% damage on the Master increases PvE usability for sure, definitely. Like No Land Beyond can pretty much one-shot any red bar in the game, uh, any low-tier mob, I should say. So like if you're in an engagement and I shoot a drag in the face, right? My next shot against that captain over there is going to have like a 30% damage increase for precision hits because of the master perk. And that's huge for mm-hmm. a sniper rifle in PVE. So I think it's going to make it more fun to use. Yep. Black Hammer, they're increasing the ammo inventory to 18 rounds. And the big deal here is the white nail perk now pulls ammo from your inventory instead of magically spawning it. So somebody doesn't have Black Hammer, can you explain what the strat is like when people like using it? 
Yeah, so let's take any boss in Vanilla Destiny, right? Sepix Prime, the Nexus, uh, Archon Priest, whatever. Pull out your black hammer, and you get those three easy precision kill precision hits, and it instantly reloads your magazine. Just bullets out of nowhere. Magic, right? They just yep. appear in your magazine. Yep. And you just keep firing the weapon. There's no reload animation. There's no animation at all. Just shoot forever as long you as just you get the precision. Shoot precisions. forever as long as you get that precision hit. And I actually did this in one of my nightfalls. I um, I was gonna solo it, but then I noticed two people spawn in and they were in the nightfall activity. I said, Hey, can I join you guys? And they said, Yeah, just join in. So I, I went. Cool. I joined their fire team. And as soon as we got to the Nexus, they both died. I was in my hidey spot and I had my black hammer. I was just like, pow, pow, <laughs> pow, for like yeah. five minutes. And the guy finally turned his mic on. He's like, hey, you there? Um, you can come get us. And I just waved to him. And I fired him <laughs> one last I, fi- I shot him one last time with the black hammer, finished the boss. And he's like, oh, you just, you just beat the boss by yourself? And I'm like, black hammer, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. I mean, this is another one of those changes. It'll anger the person who worked really, really hard to get it, who loved that perk and was very crucial to their play style. But again, it's we know why they're doing it. That's not the intended yeah. way for somebody to do an encounter. Yeah, so I think, I think people need to realize and think about when this weapon is utilized, right? It makes almost every single boss in Destiny easy, right? Playing Crota's End. Those ogres spawn, black hammer, easy. Death Singer, black hammer, easy. Spider tank, black hammer. Nexus, black hammer. Uh, what's the tank called in the Vanalistaric strike? Whatever. Black hammer, Raven. Right? If Okay, so there was a solar burn nightfall with Vanalistaric a couple weeks ago. 12 black hammer shots, and that tank was dead. Nice. 12. Yep. That is, no. That is way <laughs> too easy. You got to think about the mechanics of those bosses and uh, when they were made, right? Those yep. are all vanilla Destiny bosses, oh, except for Crotazen, right? That's yep. just whatever. A lot of people are, are um, uh, calling Bungie to address how they create bosses in the Destiny world. You're like, you're forcing us to use these weapons, and that's, no, not necessarily, but you also have to take into consideration they created all of these boss encounters before Black Hammer got into the game and before they had any feedback on the game right yeah and every single pve boss encounter black hammer is almost always the best option there's no other weapon that even comes close maybe icebreaker right current current iteration of icebreak with the five second respawn yeah i think you hit on something important though there's players who are going to say the reason we play these strategies is because the actual encounters aren't that fun and i'll i'll agree with you know a hand handle the amount of the strike bosses are not that fun and so you do you just try and nuke them as fast as you can and move on to the next one i hope taken king recognizes that i think they do and i think they already have told us that they're yeah reimagining the strikes they're giving us taken versions of the mars strikes right i mean i mean ish i mean it's gonna be it's gonna gonna be, be basically the same strike but with taken enemies right how is that going to affect how we play the game? We don't know yet, right? Yep. And I just think a legendary sniper rifle from a normal mode of a raid should not have the power Black Hammer currently does. It's just way too useful in most PvE situations. So I think this change is warranted. 
Two left, two weapons left, guys. Lord of Wolves and Yellowhorn. So Lord of Wolves, Wolves, we'll just talk about quickly. They triple the recovery boost bonus for allies granted by Lord of Wolves. Uh, good. Yeah, not that big of a deal. And uh, then the Yellowhorn. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Sorry thanks, to make Good old Yellowhorn. Um, they're reducing the damage of wolf pack rounds. We don't know how much they're going to do this. And that could... This weapon will still be strong. Like, Yalahorn's obviously still going to be strong. But what's the reason? Well, it's developed into the one-stop shop, best heavy you can have ever, and LFG sites require it. It's the most desired gun in the game. Sweet, I want one, but uh, very much a lot of overreactions over the fact that we don't know how much the damage is going to be reduced for the wolf pack rounds. So, your thoughts? Yeah, exactly. It, I think people are blowing it way out of proportion. We don't know the percent of the damage reduction, right? It's... Galahorn is not going to be nerfed to the ground. Like, there's no way. And I just want to throw out a, a quick suck it to all the players requiring Galahorn for endgame content. I've never had Galahorn. I've never needed it. And I've never wanted to need it, right? I've played through Atheon hard mode without a Galahorn. I've done Crota hard mode without Galahorn. I've done Skolas, Solar, Arc, and Voidburn without a Galahorn. Like, it's possible. You don't need the weapon. And the fact that there's this uh, air of elite, what is it? what's the it's word? It's elitism. El- elitism? Know. Is that the word? Yeah. If and you don't have it, you shouldn't join our weapon. group. And I earned my Yalahorn. It's a dice roll, my friends. I have I have good buddies who have 60 and 70 days <laughs> played time in this game who don't have it. It's a dice roll. Yeah, exactly. Like, nobody in Destiny has earned Galahorn. Aside from the people who bought it that first week, they probably earned it, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> but, like... Other than that, no one earns Galahorn. You were handed it, luckily, and it's just not needed, but it is the best weapon in the game for PvE encounters, and it's very useful, but I think that this nerf is justified, for sure. There's so much more we could talk about regarding the weapons. This is just a broad overview, and if we messed up and our opinions don't match, hey, guess what? They were vague, and there's a ton of stuff in this. So we could be wrong, and you can tell us we're wrong. That's the beauty of talking about these things. There is more to the patch notes. We'll leave it on our website, destinytheshow.com. They talk about um, you know, weapon stats where if you're going to max one category, you're going to have a trade-off in another category. So a lot of things that they didn't even cover in this. I will say this one thing as I close out here is this comes out a week before the Taken King. There's a bunch of new weapons coming in the Taken King. And so while, you know, you may see Yalahorn reduce in popularity, Thorn reduce in popularity, Black Hammer Icebreaker reduce in popularity, there's a whole new slew of weapons that are coming to us for Year 2 of Destiny that Bungie and the community are going to want to play with and are probably going to take dominant spots. So while we're looking at this through the lens of what we know so far with Year 1 weapons, things are going to change a whole lot with the Taken King and the whole new gaggle of stuff that's coming. So, Diddy, closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, just real quick, there was a really great Destiny post just talking about Bungie is not fixing the current meta. They're creating a new meta for the new expansion. And I, like you said, they're just creating this whole new slew of weapons that for, for players to use and earn and randomly get besides earning because earning weapons in Destiny doesn't exist. And we're looking towards the future meta. We're not trying to fix the current one. We need to move on and go into this new meta with a nice new weapon balance. Yep, and gear. We don't even know how gear's going to work yet. It's going to be different than it is now. That's pretty clear from all of their material talking about year one gear. So, indeed, where can people find your content? 
twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and I'll be on twitch.tv slash show most of next week because girlfriend Sanic is going to be at QuakeCon, so I'll have the apartment all to myself. I can just play PlayStation 4 Destiny all day, all week, so that's going to be exciting. Right on, man. Enjoy. Check out our friends at DestinyTracker.com, the best place to track all of your stats in the Destiny universe. You can follow me at YouTube.com slash BBKDragoon or on Twitter.com slash BBKDragoon. Follow our Twitter at DestinyTheShow. And remember to head to our website, DestinyTheShow.com, for all the links from today's show and more. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'd love to hear your thoughts about Weapon Patch 2.0. Thanks for bearing with us in this very long, news-oriented show, but much to talk about. And I think the the big Taken King things are coming soon, so keep your eyes peeled. Have a good week, Guardians. (laughs) 